back, everyone. The Old American Aces NFL Podcast, a weekly NFL podcast, bringing all you Oz Americans the latest and greatest in the world of the NFL. Now, I always say, as always, I'm joined by my great mate, but I wasn't joined by him last week. He was enjoying himself in New Zealand with Walshy and a few of the Storm boys. No doubt playing some great golf. Keen to hear about it. The Rat is back in town. Joining me live from the Gold Coast. Rat, welcome back to the podcast, brother. Tommy, thanks for having me, mate. And uh, great golf is a fair stretch, mate. There's one thing that is uh, good about New Zealand. When you're hitting them like a busted ass, the scenery is quite good. So it made for um, a good day out with uh, Christian and Jonah. Well, croaky voice there, Rat. You sound like me last yeah, I'm telling year a couple of times. It hit me for six, mate. I'm telling you, the weather got the better of me. A few too many beers. I'm, I told you, mate, I was on my deathbed two days ago. Well, that's what happens when you're fit as a fiddle. You start to drink a few beers and your body's not used to it. But, mate, did you see last week's chemistry? Me and Adzi Trelaw, mate, you, you know, I think we almost lost both our spots. We should just have Adzi talking to the camera. He's on fire. Yeah, mate, I know. Me, um, me job's in jeopardy here, but um, no, you blokes um, did well, and I'm sure we'll, we'll get into uh, the numbers that you crunched, and um, you guys were spot on. It was a good week. We all had a good win in uh, in everything last week, but let's talk about um, let's talk about last week before we go ahead, as we always do. We want to preview week six. It was a big week, and there's a lot to talk about. Detroit Lions, I'll start there. Their offense is a force to be reckoned with. They have no St. Brown, no Gibbs, which has been a bit of a talking point, but 42 points against the Panthers. I know the Panthers aren't going that well, but 42 points. Detroit are amazing to watch on offense. Yeah, you're right, mate. They are cooking up absolutely everything. You saw the tight end, rookie Sam Laporta get over for two tutties. They are looking absolutely outstanding. And they got Williams back, obviously, with his six weeks down to four, first game back. He had a few snaps. He didn't do too much, but there's a lot of good things happening in Detroit. And uh, they're going places, aren't they? They are going places, mate. They've got a lot of weapons. Um, and you'll just see Eamon Ra and Gibbs uh, slip back in seamlessly. And it'll be, I'm really interested to see how they use Williams, mate. I, I haven't seen a lot of him, to be honest. I don't know if you know more about him, but I've... I'm hearing great things that he's a good deep ball threat. I just, yeah, looking forward to his injection of pace in that offense. Well, when he was at Alabama, I'm pretty sure it was in that, you know, he did his knee in that game. He hasn't had a chance to do much on the NFL stage, but he's one of the best that come out of college. Uh, once he gets fit and uh, yeah, he, he could be, he's got the size, you know, he's got the Justin Jefferson size, not saying he's going to be like JJ, but he has, you know, that size about him. And if he, so they start feeding him the ball. He could be an absolute superstar. And that offense just gets even better. Uh, they're stacked all around the place. So they're, yeah, And they obviously get the coach that we all love. What about the Patriots? Talking about a coach that we all love. I, I don't mean to be negative. We're very positive here. But do you think Bill Belichick's time as a coach and in the NFL, maybe it's time for a fresh face for that franchise? He's very boring. I've never really been a fan of his interviews. He's quite rude, stubborn. Does he, you know, it's the Patriot way. I get it. But Tom Brady's no longer there. They haven't, they can't even score three points at the moment. Um, I don't know. Now, everyone that's working for him, it seems like they've all kind of just come back because they've worked in the past. But there's something not right for the Patriots and it's a bit stale. I reckon they need to do something. What do you think? I agree, mate. I reckon you hit the nail on the head there. Just because they've been winning year after year after year, they've kind of got away with doing what they've been doing. And now that the results aren't coming, everyone's starting to come pretty hard for the Belichick and, and the squad and Mac Jones in particular as well. So 
I reckon we might see some change coming. What do you reckon? I think they need to do something. He's very, he, he keeps Mac Jones in the game. I saw him come out and say he's still starting. Nothing's changing. Well, if if it's not Mac Jones and I don't know what's going on, but their offense is just stay away. If you've got any players on their offense, it's pretty hard to put them in for fantasy. On the flip side though, the Saints 34 zero Kamara looks back. He is like, he's getting fed. He got a touchdown. It's really promising signs. Anyone that took Kamara, I think I took him in the seventh round in one of my leagues. It's, it's great. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome for fantasy. It's awesome for football. He looks good. Doesn't he mate? Really good. This is a Kamara of old that we saw two to three seasons ago. He obviously had a bit of a running last year. He didn't know whether he was going to get suspended and a bit of a drop off, but he looks back. Oh, and, back. Their, and their defense is something that we're not talking about. But yeah, to keep a team to zero is very tough in the NFL. San Fran obliterated the Dallas Cowboys. Absolutely obliterated them in a massive game. Hyped to be the best game of the round. And Dak Prescott crumbles once again. Ah, oh, you know, I've got a soft spot for Dallas. A lot of us, you know, I've been there last year and I got all the merchandise and I'm a big believer of uh, the Dallas Cowboys. But I think Dak's the problem. He just continually crumbles and he does not just do the basics well enough. Like Purdy, who's looking like the second coming to Tom Brady in this offense. He cannot do a thing wrong. He's so good. He's great to watch. Consistent as they get. And if you compare Dak and Purdy, it's uh, apples and oranges, right? You are right, mate. Sam Fran looked that good. And this was nearly the biggest fizzer of the weekend. I know we had... Couple blowouts like the Giants look shit house again, and it, but this I expected an absolute battle of the Titans here, and it was the complete opposite. San Fran just look miles above anyone else, and then I reckon second to the Eagles. But San Fran, it's theirs to lose at the minute, isn't it? Oh yeah, Dallas. What about Georgie Kittle? He's a nice guy, Georgie, and he gets the three touchdowns, pulls the tee up, and just says "fucks, fuck the Dallas Cowboys." I think he's copping a ten grand <laughs> fine, which is like a five dollar fine for everyone listening to this podcast, including me and you. But how's the audacity to just even think about wearing that t-shirt? I mean, it would have been great to know that he had that t-shirt on because it was like he knew he was going to score. Yeah, what tutty did he do it after? Was it the I'm third? not sure, mate. I'm not sure. I I actually didn't even. Um, see it live. I saw it on social media after the game and I've seen Micah Parsons on his podcast saying it's going to get personal. And I think Debo Samuel said, I don't think, uh, I don't think you want to face us again. It might be even more of a, a flogging, you know what I mean? <laughs> Cause, but you know, you know, NFL as well, right? So the Dallas Cowboys, their defense would have been exhausted because they're on the field for so long and you know how the game works. And Dak could not keep their offense on the field. So every time the San Fran defense come on, they're electric. They're making plays. The Warner's everywhere. It does make a huge difference with possession in NFL. And I think the game will be way tighter when it is in Dallas if they do play again. But uh, like you said, so disappointing. Um, shows you the gap between the two. And I know it was at, I know it was in San Fran, but you can't be getting beat by that many points. I think it was the biggest blowout they've ever had. But in the, in the in the history of their matchup or something, I saw. Yeah, mate, it was an absolute. What was it? Forty to was it forty to three in the end? Forty-two to ten, wasn't it? I think from memory. 40, yeah, we should 42, know that. But it's absolute, yeah. absolute blitzing, mate. And yeah, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to pull their finger out quick, smart. And even uh, the likes of CD Lamb, guys like that. There, people are considering these guys superstars. They need to in games like this. They really need to stand up. Well, they didn't. So back well, to the it's hard for CD Lamb to stand up when he's got a bloke that won't throw him the ball. Yeah, yeah, fair call, fair call, fair call. Just um, get it up to him. Get it like, up to him. 
Well, we're going to talk about Jamar Chase in a second, but when you got guys, they're not getting targeted. I saw the the Raiders play, um, you know, the, the the Packers, which was just a, a just a toilet bowl of a match. When you're watching it, it was just disgusting. But you're seeing Devontae Adams, yeah, he's got he's got a man on him that's a gun, but he what he had three targets, three catches. Just throw him the ball, give him a chance. I don't understand it when, especially when you got the you got there's plays where you can go conservative and throw it to the boundary line and just and if he you know if it over you know what I mean like it's not like he's gonna get picked. Throw these superstars the ball. It, it, it does it makes my blood boil when you see Dak Prescott just dancing around in there and he doesn't know what to do with it. Just give him a chance. Anyway, we'll move on. There's some big news breaking in the you know especially for us NFL lovers that there's big injuries. JJ is out, potentially serious uh, hamstring. I think he's on the IR. And A-Chain. Really? The Miami Dolphins running back who's lit it up uh, is out as well and has been put on IR. JJ, I'm not sure if it's confirmed, but I'm pretty sure it's three to four weeks and they're considering IR. And that concerns me a lot. What that does, I don't know. But I think, and I hope, because I'm going to watch the Jets play the Giants in about three weeks. I'm hoping Kirk Cousins gets traded to the Jets. What are your thoughts on that one? Oh, I just can't see it happening. I still think they can win this weekend. Like, they've still got offensive weapons, Hawkinson, KJ Osborne. This is what they drafted the rookie Jordan Addison out of USC for. I just... Like, maybe if they lose the next two, but I still think they've got enough. Like, they play the Bears. They're going to win this weekend against the Bears. Are you sure? they still... Oh, they're going to beat the Bears. No dramas, mate. The One and Bears four. Bears flying last week. Bears no, have been playing good footy the last two they're weeks. Still, they're still giving up way too many points. I reckon Minnesota can beat them. Oh, I, I, you obviously think, what, what are your thoughts? You obviously think you can end up there. Well, if they lost this week, one and five, what's the point? Like, you, you, Kirk Cousins got value. Jets need a quarterback. Wilson's going, you know, his, his last two weeks have been okay, but they've played yeah, who's he played? No one, really. I mean, I guess the Chiefs were all right, but he wasn't outstanding. He just did enough to, you know, not embarrass himself. And then last week, he goes up against Broncos, who have been putting, like, allowing teams the most points in the league, and he still didn't do that much. Brees Hall went for 179 on the ground. Like, take Brees Hall out of it, and you're like, well, did he, does he, do they get the win? Um, I just think, you know, I've had a lot of arguments with my mates in WhatsApp groups around this, and the Jets' O line's not great. But I think Kirk Cousins can handle it. There's stats out there that prove this. He's faced, he's, you know, he's, he's been, he got banged up last year. I think he had the most hits since 2001 or two. So he, he knows, he knows how to cop a hit if the, you know, the, the offensive line's no good. But the offense for the Jets is stacked. Their strategy from a business point of view was to put all these weapons around Aaron Rodgers and go after it for the next two years. Aaron Rodgers goes down with an Achilles. Now the whole thing's gone. I don't know if there's any money there that they can even get Kirk Cousins, but Kirk Cousins is only playing NFL for one reason, I reckon, right now, and it's to win. He wants to, you know, you know quarterbacks all want to win. Don't get me wrong, but they also want to get paid. Well, he's had such a great career. He's got a lot of money. He wants he wants success and team success. And I think if, the, if Jefferson's out for a while and they continually lose at the Vikings, it might be a great deal to just, you know, shop him over there for a... I think a year. It'd be great. It'd just be great to see Kirk Cousins in Jets uniform and we can get Wilson and Lazard and Conklin and Brees Hall just humming. And then you've got that Jets defense. Like they, they become a serious player again. So I know a lot of people are going, I don't think it can happen. I think they can make it happen. There's a lot of things you can trade away. Future picks. Like why would Jets need a future pick? They've got the best wide receiver and the best cornerback, you know, last year coming through the ranks. That's their that's their money right there. They're going to have to pay these blokes in three or four years or whatever it is. So they could build with someone that's experienced right now. And 
I know Wilson is the young gun, but let's go back. Their strategy originally was let him sit behind an experienced quarterback and learn throughout the whole year, which was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers goes down. He's not playing this year. I don't care what you say. Like, what's he going to come back for a suit? Like, he's he's done his Achilles. So then next year, you got to start thinking, well, is he even going to come back and play? You know, no one knows that. So I think it'd be there's a lot to think about, but it would be exciting if Kirk went to the Jets, put it that way. And they just signed Colt McCoy, uh, you know, another quarterback at the Vikings. So it's a little bit of a sign to say, why would they sign a quarterback if they're if they're happy with Kirk and the way they're going, you know? Yeah, you're right, mate. And it would be good, as you mentioned, to see all these weapons actually have a quarterback that's able to distribute the ball to them. So that would be bloody exciting. Puts the Jets back in there, right? They've done well to actually hang on there. What are they? They're two and three now. So two and three, but they've played yeah. some tough teams. Yeah, that's right. So it's it's all there for them. All the points that you made are quite valid. It does make sense. It's just whether it happens, mate. The Minnesota still might I think that if they get on the roll, they may contend for a wild card spot and Jefferson comes back. So who knows? We'll get into those those teams later on when we go through it. Two more points, but the Ravens offense, oh, geez, if I had a vomit emoji, just a thousand of them, I'd send it to all of you right now. Putrid. Putrid offense. Cost them the game. Cost me money. Cost everything. I'm a fan of them. I just <laughs> Everyone goes after Lamar Jackson. If you watch his little highlight clip, mate, you had Bateman drop a touchdown. You had Aguilar drop a touchdown. Going th- mate, it went through his mitts. Now, we've all dropped balls. Don't get me wrong, but these blokes are dropping absolute meat pies. And then you got all these blokes like Flowers losing his footing twice. Ope, like uh, Lamar Jackson, it's, yes, he made a couple of blues, but far out. Like that offense, that you wonder why the wide receiver, you know, they're struggling with wide receiver touchdowns. They can't catch. And it's and it's it's hard to watch. And then you see Steelers come back and do a late drive touchdown pick and say, oh, on Humphrey as well. Like hats off. I think they called they changed the the audible and I, I can't remember what they called it. I think it was like called a I can't remember the name of it. What was the um it's an old wide receiver. But if you listen to the clip, it's pretty cool. It's one-on-one coverage. A commentator could hear it. They go, Oh, he's going one-on-one, he's going one-on-one, throws it up, bang, touchdown. And then they get the ball back. And there's mistakes everywhere. Lamar gets a chance, fumbles. They have a flag, get the ball back. Then he gets stripped again. Oh, it was the hardest last five minutes I've seen. And obviously the pick he threw to OBJ. Mate, they're third and one. He's on the goal line. Lamar Jackson, how many rushing touchdowns he had the last four weeks, two weeks or whatever. And then he goes for a, a little lollipop to the corner to Lamar Jack, uh, to OBJ. Doesn't put it on his side. OBJ couldn't even get off the ground. He's coming off an ankle injury. Why wouldn't they? Like, what kind of play is that? Oh, it, it was hard to watch, Rad. Anyway, that's me. Yeah, you obviously, you obviously, yeah, you obviously had uh, rewound that one back in your head at all, mate. It's, it's obviously um, cut your deep, cut your deep. Oh, to lose cut me real deep because now they're three and two. They, they could have been winning oh, that division easily. Now it's yeah, all who tight. Are, and that's the thing. Pittsburgh have managed to hang on and they've played shit house. So if they get it going. Yeah. You may be in a bit of strife there in the division. I know. And I have been saying that Pittsburgh will not go 500 this year. So that was a big one. Now they're three and two on bye. Bill's defense losing Matt Milano and da- Daquan Jones, serious injuries. They lost a lot of players. I was watching that game live. As you know, I did the all-nighter again, went to work, actually felt all right. Probably looking forward to going to the States so I can watch these games in real time. It was a really entertaining game, that one, the Jags and the Bills. And what wasn't what wasn't great actually was the injuries. They lost so many big players from massive like injuries, and it's going to impact their season. How big I don't know, but you're lucky you got Josh Allen there that can sling that ball uh, and almost still won the game um, coming back late. But yeah, look, just want to let everyone know if you haven't been watching, Bills have lost a lot of money and a lot of uh, players on defense, and they're going to be 
they're going to be thin. So hopefully someone can step up. But I think if you've got Josh Allen in fantasy, he might be required to throw the ball a bit more, which is good um, if you're looking at that angle. Um, but last point, Rat, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. I don't, you weren't here last week, but you're listening. Jamar Chase, he comes out as a blue with the coach. Bang, goes for three tutties, 190. They win. Brees Hall, 179 and a tutty. Bang, gets workload. Pitts loads up, wall up, loading up. You know, all these players that have been screaming for targets and we've been screaming for them. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. About bloody time these offensive coordinators drew up some plays for these superstars. How good was it to see these guys go off? Oh, mate, absolutely spot on. And the one, even though it wasn't an absolutely blockbuster game from Cole Pitts, but he's gone from having 10 yards to having, what, 87-odd, right? So... It's just a perfect start. So they've got a little teaser there with Cole Pitts. Looking forward to seeing them utilize him more often because he's an absolute jet, as we saw on the weekend. And Chase, like ballsy of him, post-game to go 7-11, I'm always open. And then they go for 15 receptions. What was it? Uh, 100, 180 or two, 290, three touchdowns. And he rested in the last six minutes because they didn't need him. And three tutties, mate. That's outstanding. So you are right, mate. Spot on you and Adzi. Squeaky wheel does get the oil. Oh, yeah. Squeaky wheel gets the oil. <laughs> oh, Speaking yeah. Of, oh, squeaky. All right. I got Jamar chasing every league. About time he arrived. I'm back. Righto. Let's get into the week preview. We love the NFL week six preview. Oh, by the way, our bets went down. Me and Adzi had our little, we put our bets on. Every single one of them got up except for one leg on both of ours. Uh, but the players that we picked all just like, dominated. So a lot of fun there. Um, but yeah, Devontae Smith cost me. And I think Kamara cost ads by seven yards. So <laughs> pretty stiff when you think about it. I think Kamara didn't have to catch any balls because they're up by so much. They're just running the ball. Uh, so that was disappointing for ads. And Devontae Smith, as you know, from... Uh, from Philly, he's just not getting any work, which is bizarre. But I think this week, talk about squeaky wheel. I reckon there might be a little shift because he had a little, you know, a little chat to the coach. If you watch live, the coach calmed him down and told him to do a couple of deep breaths. You know what happens the next week when they do that? They drew, they draw some plays up. So expect Smitty to get going this week. Righto, Rat. Big start to week six. Well, not really. We've got the Chiefs hosting the Broncos. This game will no doubt be one-sided. Broncos one and four and Chiefs four and one. What do you like in this one? Mate, not too much. I keep waiting for the Broncos to just, for it to click with Sean Payton, but they just keep, they just keep looking terrible. So uh, not much of a contest here. Chiefs of mine. I'd be wary of Kelsey. If they get up here, yeah, obviously had that tweaked ankle, went off last week. Um I'll just be mindful of if you're doing anything around him, just to be wary that uh, they could put him on ice if it gets out of hand early. Yeah, you're right. It's he's questionable for the matchup. Yeah, you know what I really struggle with the, the Chiefs' offense. I don't know where the ball's going. It's it's one of those offenses. There's so many weapons. I really struggle when I'm having a bet or even with fantasy on this on this one. I don't know, like. Tony, you know, I've been big on Kadarius Tony and he consistently goes over his line, but he's like right on it, you know, like 35, 22, 26. They give you like a 19 um, yard line, which is so low considering Mahomes is the quarterback. Uh, I think he's 30 and a half his line this week. But again, they're playing Denver. Denver's giving up so many points. Um, oh, obviously we're all going for the Chiefs or tipping the Chiefs, but yeah, I just think Tony might be the one. I I, I keep saying it, but he's he had six targets last week and five catches and only twenty six yards. They're quite low for the amount of targets and catches. 
I just don't know who their main guy is here. It's really they're really confusing, especially when Kelsey's out. I'm, I'm just saying if Kelsey misses time, um, or gets you know limited game time, you, you don't know where he's spreading the ball. And what about Denver? Anything you like there? Not much, mate. I, it, it's too hard to work out for mine. I reckon I just can't stand watching Russell Wilson play at the minute. And the coaches, coaches potting when he comes off the ground. It just doesn't look too good coming out of the Broncos. No, nah, it looks horrific, mate. I think the only guy that may be interested in, in fantasy is uh, is Samaji Piran, just because they're playing from behind. He had five targets, four catches for 73 yards last week, and you'd expect them to be playing from behind once again. Um, tough game. Anyway, moving on. But Chiefs for mine, and, uh, you know, you're right. Uh, it's just on that. It was pretty funny. I think um, Sauce Gardner tweeted, Let's ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like this oh. we forget about how we were, that's all we were saying last year, but now it's like we don't even give him a time of day. Oh no, yeah, he's he's forgotten about old Russell. Oh god. Let's oh. move on to the Ravens taking on the Titans. This one's in London. This will be a cracker. Our man Griffin Logue will be there live. He's let me know that he's in London and heading to that one. That'll be a, this is gonna be a cracking game. Talking about the Ravens, their offense was horrific, horrific. Last week, uh, defense has been really consistent. And then the uh, the old Titans, they weren't much chopped last week either. Are they going, uh, going down to the Colts? So both teams coming off, you know, a loss and poor offensive displays. What do you think is going to happen in this one? Um, if this was at Tennessee, I'd be going to Titans. But due to it being over in London... I'm going to go Baltimore. I reckon Lamar will bounce back. He's too good of a player not to. Still not too sure on the uh, Titans offense. Uh, I reckon players, like I really like the look of Zay Flowers last week. He had 73 yards. He had 11 targets and only caught the ball five times. So he's got to bounce back. But I am feeling that Baltimore will get this done uh, by one score, either a tutty or a field goal. What do you yeah, reckon? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm a, I'm a Ravens man, but the Titans – Past day has been a funnel for wide receivers. And the only week they didn't get it was the Bengals, which is, as we spoke about, it was just so confusing considering that our Bengals were struggling and Jamar Chase is sitting there. So you take that game out. They've been giving up so many yards to wide receivers. Uh, and you're right. Flowers, look, he, I watched the game live, man. He dropped two massive deep balls. One, he slipped over backwards and the, and the other one early in the game, he just dropped because he was thinking about, you yeah, know, when you catch that the, one. yeah, you catch it, then you take on a guy and he just took his eyes off the ball. We've all done it. So if he had taken them, he would have been like 140. So he's definitely the wide receiver one. And then you got Andrews is just good for 50 yards every week. Only reason I'd be, only reason I'd be concerned is if Derek Henry just goes bananas. Um, but I don't think the Ravens D will allow that. You'd think they'd be uh, all over it. And Hopkins, Hopkins really fired up last week. Um, he'll get Humphreys, you'd think. Yeah, I'm tipping the Ravens in. Hopefully, I just hope they put on a show. I love the games when they go over, you know, they're trying to grow the game. I hope they just put on a show and it's like 30 to 23 or, you know, some high scoring. Yeah. So the Ravens for mine, mate. And I think the one that I'm chasing, you know how you say there's Stewie Jew, your man? Well, Flowers hasn't had a touchdown yet, and I've been betting on him every week. And last week he cost me, um, but there was chances there, and they've got plays for him. So I think with this defense, the sleeper app's got him lit up in green. This is a perfect week for him to get his first touchdown. So Zay Flowers 
Anytime touchdown will be going into my bets this week. Keep an eye out, Aces. That's the guy that hasn't scored yet. Righto. Next game, Commanders taking on the Falcons. Commanders two and three off an absolute abysmal performance at home against your Bears and the Falcons three and two, controlling the game late and Pitsy comes to life. Who wins this one, Rat? I think Atlanta win this one at home. They're playing really well at home, the Falcons. Uh, Washington, too inconsistent for mine at the minute. As we said last week, they oh, got done by my best. My best is shocking at the minute. So I reckon Atlanta win this one. All I'm seeing is out of the backfield, like Bijan Robinson looks so good. Give him more of the fucking ball. Algiers taken. He had 17 rush attempts last weekend for 40 yards. He's averaging 2.35 yards per carry. Bijan, look, he had 14 attempts and he's going at nearly three and a half. But every time he catches it, he looks like he's about to bust one open, right? So I want to see more of Bijan in the backfield. He had that crazy catch. I reckon he gets over for another touchdown. I reckon Atlanta win, but I reckon it's going to be an arm wrestle again. I'm with you. I'm, I, I don't understand why they split it. It's like Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. Just give Brees Hall the ball. Exactly. Dalvin yeah. Cook's there. He's still a superstar, but like you don't need him. You got Brees Hall, and if he gets injured, then Dalvin Cook can start doing the same thing. It's uh, it's confusing, mate. It's very confusing. Mate, I, I just, I just does not make any sense. Like we're watching the game here, and you've got this absolute weapon, this generational talent that they've drafted it with a top ten pick, and why wouldn't you give him the ball at every? every chance you could it just does not make any sense to me Nah, it doesn't it doesn't at all i'm with you I, I, if they can keep feeding pits uh you know it'd be outstanding because he's in my fantasy team and i love watching him he's such a such a wide receiver tight end like he's got the you know the traits of a kelsey and whatnot like he should be getting the way more targets he's not they're not there to block so um yeah, it's an interesting game. Let's go to Washington, though. That was so disappointing. So Terry McLaurin, I thought, had a perfect matchup last week against the Bears, and he didn't really get anything. It was a lot of a lot of other balls went out elsewhere. They were really bad. But in NFL, and, and as you know, with proud, hardworking teams and culture and players and whatnot, athletes, they respond. And I'm expecting a response from Washington. They're not that bad. I don't think they're that bad. And if there's a team that they get to match up against, I think the Falcons aren't that... I mean, Falcons are all right, but it's a pretty even game this. So I actually think that the Washington commanders can get this one done, right? Uh, I reckon the Falcons win at home, mate. I reckon the Falcons win. They play good at home. Desmond Ritter turned the corner. If he can play three quarters of what he did last week, I reckon they're in with a big show, the Falcons. And... uh just keep an eye out on that defense, that pass defense for Washington. Oof. It might be a London, you know, take it to the London, London. <laughs> the big boy will be Maybe getting fed deep, I reckon, brother. Uh, so let's move on from that one. Here we go. Seahawks play the Bengals. Seahawks are three and one. Bengals two and three. Teams off a bye in AFL, our sport, they don't go too well. Seattle comes off a bye. Bengals come off a win and a really good one at that. Yes, they played Arizona, but they were on the road and it was a really good win. What do you like in this one? This is nearly game of the game of the round for one, Tommy. Uh, Bengals obviously if they lose, they go to two and four, and the Seahawks have been been not bad after round one. They've obviously won the last three games straight. I reckon Cincinnati win this. Um, 
I wasn't copping everyone getting after Joe Burrow. He obviously had a bung calf, and him playing at 50% was better than the next guy in. And then everyone's going, oh, he found his form again. It's like, hang on. He can actually fucking move. You know what I mean? Like, he can actually move, and it opens up majority of the playbook. So I reckon he's back, and he'll be better again for the run last week. His calf looks good. I'm going to take Cincinnati in this one. Yeah, I like Cincinnati. It's at home. They got back to basics and Jamar Chase again with Higgins not really back with Higgins banged up. Like Jamar Chase, just <laughs> just go off, son. Just give him the ball. He can get it anywhere, man. In the, he can move him to any position. Put him at running back, he'll still go off. You know what I mean? <laughs> he just jet yep. sweeps down the field, slants, post, you name it. Just give him the ball. Yeah, Cleveland, um, sorry, Cincinnati for me. But Seattle, hey, going really well. Going really well. So uh, there'll be a bit of points in this one. Um, looking for I'm, I'm with you. This will be a cracker. Let's go to uh San Fran taking on Cleveland. This will be a cracker as well. Cleveland coming off a bye. Um, San Fran, a dollar forty-four currently. Now that is a lot of juice for a team that's five and oh and just did something to it. You know, if Cleveland's got good D and so does so does uh Dallas, well, you know, you think they could do the same thing. So talk to me about what you think is going to happen in this game. Yeah, Tommy, I reckon it's just more based around who who's more likely to score on the opposing defense. It's obviously what footy's about, but I reckon San Fran are more of a chance to stop Cleveland than Cleveland are stopping San Fran. So for that reason, I'm going to have to take 49ers. Um, and... I just reckon it's a CMC game. I reckon they're, as we know, we call him the Swiss Army knife. They'll be able to move him around. I reckon I reckon it's just a CMC game. And San Fran win by, by a score. I reckon it's going to be an arm wrestle. I, do you differentiate from here or what, what do you reckon happens? Well, I think Christian McCaffrey hasn't got a great matchup on the ground. It's actually Cleveland are pretty good against the run. I'll be looking elsewhere for some, for some love unless you can catch a few balls. I know it's C-Mac, but even last week he didn't do a lot. Um, considering the win. Ayuk's the guy that uh, has been his main man. But yeah, I mean, after what George Kittle did last week, it's you'd think that he might go again. But mate, so just so, Cleveland's defense has been really good. This might be harder than you think. Like San Fran might... Cleveland's best bet is their defense. And then their offense, it just started to get going a little bit. They've had the buy. I think this could be closer than most people think. It's in Cleveland. I haven't seen the weather report just yet. But yeah, you know, I can't tip Cleveland. You got to. I'm tipping San Fran for every game they play. But I just think Cleveland with Garrett and get after them. It'll be interesting, man. It'll be interesting. And being in Cleveland, it's a big game. It's a big game because they're two and two. And if they lose this, they're two and three. Uh, and their division starts to. You know, everything's starting to slide away from them. So looking forward to this one. It could be ugly, right? It could be like a. Do you reckon it can be low scoring? I don't know. San Fran have been scoring points every game. What do you think the score line will be? Oh, mate, yeah, I wouldn't be – San Fran have been scoring a shit ton of points, but I reckon it could could potentially have 17, 10 written all over it. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's – never know down in, you never know in Cleveland. It gets scrappy out there. I don't know why. The dog pound. Yeah. Um, Matt, I skipped the game. Minnesota taking on Chicago at Soldier Field. Did we talk about that game? I don't think we have. We spoke about it earlier. This is a big game for both clubs, considering the future of – both quarterbacks. I think your man, Justin Fields, is under the pump. What he did last week was ultra impressive. He proved to everyone that he can throw the ball. And his, and his chemistry with DJ Moore was, oh, my God. It was something else. It was a bit like Jamar Chase. It embarrassed Washington's, um, I think it was Fuller that was on him. He just embarrassed him. 
It was really good to see from an NFL fan. I know you're a Bears fan, but it was just really good to finally see. And I'm sure you were pretty proud of their performance considering they'd lost, what, like 14 in a row. Now, when they come off a win like that and then they get a game against Minnesota, who is a pass funnel, do you think they can win another one? Look, they could, but I'm still not convinced when I see it. See it week after week, mate, or even three three out of four weeks. Um, I'll be convinced. I still reckon Minnesota can can put a uh, high enough score on the board that forces Fields into a few stupid throws. Look, uh, Addison, Osborne, Hawkinson, they're still great offensive weapons for mine for Kirk. Um, look for Hawkinson to get busy. He's probably the most trustworthy receiver there for Kirk Cousins. I reckon Minnesota can snag this one and keep their season's hopes alive. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah I think the Vikings win as well. I, I'm a bit concerned about running backs um, you've lost a few and there's a few of the backups that are a bit banged up as well. Roshan Johnson's not practicing. He was meant to cut, you know, we saw that um, Khalil Herbert's gone down with, which what looks like a, you know, he didn't train, but a, a high ankle sprain, as they say, you don't know whether that's a syndesmosis or just a rolled ankle, but when they lose a couple of players like that and then the backup, you know, that they're the ones that can help with the blocking and not, what not for Justin Fields. I think Fields is going to have to use his legs again in this game. Um, DJ Moore would be the one that they're going to spend a lot of time on. The guy that I think if you're in fantasy and I think everyone's forgetting about him last week, if you watched the game, Darnell Mooney had four targets. He went for zero yards, right? Zero yards. But the targets he had were deep balls that he could have potentially made a play on that he just missed. I think the first snap, the first play of the game was to him. And if he catches that, it's like 50 yards, right? So if you're having a little look at this game, I reckon Darnell Mooney is where the value lies with all your props and even fantasy. If you're looking for someone that can just get you 10 points, a touchdown and and, and about four catches and 60 yards, I reckon Darnell Mooney is being slept on. And now that they're going to probably look to throw the ball with their running backs out, and if they are playing from behind, Darnell Mooney's the one. I reckon I'm really going to have my eyes on. And if I go to the other team, it's really scary. I've got Madison in fantasy. Akers is lurking. Kirk Cousins obviously under center, but the you know all the all the noise is around Jordan Addison, but it says that he's limited at practice with an ankle injury, which gets me a little bit nervous. So you'd think Hawkinson and Osborne are the two that you're really thinking will step up, and I think Osborne's the guy that they're all hyping. So yeah, it's a hard one, man. It's a hard one. You take Justin Jefferson out of the equation, it could really they could really struggle on offense, Minnesota. Um, Man, I'm, I'm going to tip, I think I'm going to tip Chicago. I, 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 and the reason is, I think my storyline of trying to trade Cousins to the Jets, I right. think if Chicago can get up, Daniel Mooney can go off and Minnesota struggles on offense. It makes that, you know, that, that trade more of a potential. So I'm going to go with Chicago at home, but look, I'm not tipping that. I wouldn't be following that one. This one, you'd leave a head to head out, but yeah, lean, I might lean Chicago after last week, right? thought they were really impressive. Nice, mate. Good read there on Mooney, too. I really like that. I really like that. Even though he didn't catch any balls, expecting the, the balls that he are, he's getting a look at are going to be monsters. They're deep, yeah. Absolute and and you got to, and I mean, how many times have you seen DJ Moore? Or, I mean, the, I mean, they are the great, but like, like to go back to back, like AJ Brown's done it a couple of times, but to go back to back 100 yard games, very difficult. Like, you know, I, I think they're going to, all the planning's going to be around DJ Moore, and then bang, Mooney steps up. It makes a lot of sense to me. Um, Righto, Carolina at Miami. Oh, my Lord. Hard Rock Stadium, Miami Gardens. 
<laughs> chain goes out. Wilson comes back off IR. Most it's a little bit banged up, or is he fine? I'm not sure. I think he's fine. But Waddle gets his first touchdown. I think he had 35 yards, but Tyreek Hill had 180 yards. Mate, this has got Tyreek Hill and Waddle all over it. I can't wait for this one. This should be exciting. Yeah, mate. It's not much of a contest of mine here. Miami at home are a completely different team when they're away. They're still good away, but they take people down. They chuck them on the hot sideline <laughs> where it's 20 degrees hotter and they just absolutely eat them up. So I don't reckon Carolina are going to be able to score anywhere near enough. They won't even be able to score half the amount of points at Miami score, I don't think. So not much of a contest here. And look for the your standard heel to, heel to go off at home. What most do you reckon? Some, yeah, yeah. And most at man. So most it scored a touchdown, right? He has scored one, two, three, six, seven. He scored eight touchdowns this year already. And A-Chain's been playing, and I think he's scored about six or something. So Mostert is going to lead the backs. You know Wilson's coming off IR, and no one comes off IR and just gets a heap of workload. So uh, honestly, three players. Mostert, Hill, Waddle, and that's it. And then just let it fly. I reckon, this is my prediction, but I think Tyreek Hill's rather going for 200 or... Waddle and Hill are going for 100 each in this game. I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait. On the flip side, Bryce Young's been feeding, feeding Adam Thielen, who's been disrespected in Oregon every league this year. No one picked him up uh, early. He's been amazing. He's had the last four games, he's had nine targets, 14 targets, eight targets, and 13 targets. He has been exceptional. He's had a touchdown in every game except for two. Um, so last three games, he's last four games, sorry, he's had a touchdown in every game besides one. He's been really impressive. And Miami is actually a green light. So you'd expect playing from behind, Thielen and the other guy is DJ Chark, who also got a touchdown last week with six targets and three catches. But yeah, it's all about Miami putting them in the <laughs> putting him in the sun and just letting Tyreek Hill and Waddle get to work. I can't wait for that one. I just want to watch that one right now. Um, but we'll move on because we're both tipping Miami. Here we go. The Indianapolis Colts taking on Jacksonville at Jacksonville, heading back from London after a two-week stint there. Now, when we play in AFL, any team that travels back from Perth, they always struggle when they come you know, home after these long hauls. I wonder if it actually applies to the NFL. But Jacksonville looks super impressive. And on defense, especially last week in the first half, uh, the Colts get, they lose their, their quarterback. Richardson's done a grade three or grade two AC joint. He looks in a world of hurt. I don't think he'll be back for a while. But their backup, Gardner Minshew, I think he's very solid. This will be a good game. What do you think? Yeah, mate. Minshew's really serviceable. I, I really like him. Who well, I'm really impressed with is uh, Etienne. I didn't think he had 136 2 tutty game in him with also 50 receiving yards. Indian, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, Indiana's, um, Oh, sorry, the Colts' defense is being really slept on. Their their defensive line has a bunch of absolute dogs. So I reckon this is going to be low scoring here. I reckon they're going to be able to get to Trevor Lawrence. I reckon I reckon Jacksonville win this, but in an arm wrestle, a really low scoring game. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if we saw another 10 to 17 score line here. What do you reckon, Trent? Yeah, I do. The Colts haven't been allowing teams to score many points. Jacksonville very impressive. I think Jacksonville, if I, if I talk about their journey as a club, they've been solid on defense. Their offense is something that they're trying to work on. And last week they played the Bills who had, you know, I think good defense, but they lost a couple of weapons early. Um, 
No, I think Jacksonville win this. Jacksonville are really underrated, man. Like, I'll go back to last year when they nearly beat the Chiefs. Like, they're, I think they're a real genuine smoky later in the season. If everyone's healthy, they've got some great young players that are kind of coming into their skin. And um, and I, I really like their quarterback. I like all their offensive weapons. They're healthy. Um, Christian Kirk in the slot. He's a security blanket. They talk about it every time you watch the game, but he's just always there and he's super quick. And then you got Ridley on the outside and then you got ETN who can catch the ball and run it. Um, Tank Bisbee, Bisbee, he actually a little bit of a brute as well. And then you got the tight end who Ingram goes really well. So I'm really liking the Jacksonville Jags. I like them. I'm going to stick with them. Um, but what I am interested in, in the Colts is no individual performance this game that I'm going to be looking at. Like, you know, as I was hyping Mooney before, I don't really like anyone in particular, but Jonathan Taylor, quiet yeah, last week. I was going to ask you, yeah, um, what do you reckon? Yeah, How well, they get him involved? Well, Moss got going. So him. I'm thinking that, like, when's he going to start taking more reps? And when he does, that's when I think we'll see the JT evolve. So just keep your eye on that one. It might take two or three weeks. They're probably working him into it because the way Moss is playing has been superb. Um, but if I had Moss in fantasy, I'd look. I'd be looking at, trade him while he's hot because I think JT I ain't paying him for no reason. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, exactly right, mate. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's got to get involved. Moss looks great. I'm sure the Bills would have kept him if they knew he had this type of footy in him, but sooner rather than later, please for JT, please. Yeah, a lot of JT owners are out there. Who are you tipping? I'm going to go Jacksonville. Nice, same. New Orleans taking on Houston at Houston. Talk about the rookie QB, Stroud. Hasn't he been impressive? Not one pick yet. Hasn't been, hasn't thrown an interception yet. But if there's a week to do it, if there's a week to do it, you, this could be the week. New Orleans defense has been superb. This one's in Houston. The bookies have got New Orleans at $1.77 and Houston $2.05. I, I really like New Orleans in this one. I think they um, are going really well. And I know they're on the road, but I think they can get this one done. And Kamara is the reason. I think Kamara is just so hard to stop running it, catching it. And then they've got all their weapons across the field. I really like Shahid. He's so quick. He can stretch the field as well. Uh, I like New Orleans in this matchup. What do you think? Like New Orleans, mate. Their defense is slept on. They are so good. Um, um, what do you reckon once Stroud, Stroud does throw his first pick, does he go into his shell? Is it one of those ones? Like, you know, oh, like, yeah. you, you, you need a record and then, and then he throws four in one game, does a Nathan <laughs> Peterman. Like, what's the go? I watched last week and he had a couple lucky ones. Like, you know, you know when everything goes wrong and it just ricochets off the uh, off the player's hands and it goes in the air. He had a couple of them and they just went to the ground. So, yeah, I, um, I don't want it to happen. I, I really like him. I hope he goes I hope he goes pickless all year. But you know, I've got a feeling he throws his first interception this week. And I know you can bet on this, bro. You get like two bucks for like yes or no. And I reckon his line would have to be, you know, you have to be a bit juicier. Um, it's a pretty negative one though, but I just like New Orleans at a dollar seventy-seven. The way they're going about it, um, you got to remember rookie quarterbacks don't traditionally get a lot of wins in their first year, and they've been pretty consistent so far. But I like New Orleans the way they stack up. Is there anything else we're missing? Like, is there a matchup in this one? No, nah, mate. Can... No, nah, I'm on you with I'm on you with the Saints. Need our boy Chris. It's a larvae to fire up. We love him here, but last two weeks only five and six targets, one and two receptions. He caught a tutty last last week, but only had 12 yards. So look for him to fire up. We love it when he's going good. 
The one that I would say, Robert Woods, it says he's questionable though with uh, who misses practice on Wednesday with sore ribs, but he had nine targets last week, nine, and only caught three for, for 30 yards. So keep an eye on him if he does play because he is getting the targets and traditionally targets equal yards. But the last three weeks, he's gone 34 yards, 26 yards and 30 yards. So his line will be out of whack. And if they're playing from behind, he's one of the guys I'll be looking at um, just as a player. Excuse me, right? Just sneeze. Righto. Next game, New England taking on Las Vegas in Las Vegas. Oh. Now, why is this one interesting? Well, because the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders is, you know, been made famous from coaching at the Patriots. He's a disciple of Belichick, yeah. Uh, and he'd think he knows Belichick's defense better than anyone. And if, if Belichick's defense is not going well, it's at its worst it's ever been right now. And Raiders' defense has been solid, so yeah, I, I'm tipping Las Vegas all day. But you, you know, you hope New England gets, you know, New England gets going because at the moment it's it's ugly, brother. It's ugly. it always has been ugly, but it's ugly. Oh, it's so ugly, mate. So, and as you mentioned, what a storyline: the old Patriots backup quarterback and the old assistant coach could potentially put the nail in the coffin of Bill Belichick and send him to one and five. Um. What I want to talk about here is, and you've mentioned it before, Belichick taking away the wide receiver one. And we saw last week, Jacoby Myers looked really good uh, on Monday night against the Packers. Had 10 targets, 7 receptions, 75 yards of one tutty. I reckon you'll see a similar line to what he had receiving last week, which was high 50s, low 60s. And I reckon he will be able to get that quite convincingly again this week because all eyes will go to Devontae Adams in the backfield. So I think the Raiders are mine and Myers to have another good receiving game. Only thing is, as I can read, it says that Myers is dealing with a little bit of a wrist injury, rat, which is not great um, and was limited in practice on Wednesday. Now, wrist, he should be fine. But, you know, when you see these things, it does concern you. I think this is a perfect game for Devontae Adams. I honestly think he can just go off regardless of the matchup. I think last week he had four targets for four catches and 44, 45 yards, but there's no reason why they can't just pepper him the ball against this really poor defense. Um, you know, when we say Belichick takes away their weapons, well, he can't take away too much because he, he hasn't got the weapons on his own team. So I honestly not too concerned about the old Belichick and how he takes away a weapon. I reckon last week, if they were taking away a weapon, they would have taken away, you know, Kamara. They didn't take away anything. You know what I mean? So, yeah, look, Raiders for mine. And I just hope that Mac Jones starts throwing the ball and getting some yards and getting some fantasy players into the game. Zeke, I think Zeke would be regretting his decision to go to the Patriots. Imagine, you, you cannot tell me Zeke would be happy right now. What do you reckon he's going through? Nah, mate, he's cruising into the facility, dropping off his Louis bag, doing a couple bicep curls and pissing off, I reckon. What do you reckon he's doing? <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. Well said. Well, Vegas for mine. And yeah, Jacobs, I'm going to keep watching Jacobs, but he's still not looking like the Jacobs of last year. Let's see what he's got this week. Uh, Arizona taking on Los Angeles Rams. This one's at SoFi. This will be a cracker. Uh both teams going pretty well, you know. Like I know Arizona got beat last week and got beat up. Dobbs did look actually. Dobbs looked really average last week, really average at the end of the game. Um, and Los Angeles Rams, they need a win. Cooper Cup is my lock of the week. Cooper Cup touchdown. Cooper Cup hundred yards. LA Rams win. That is what my same game multi is going to look like. Lock it and load it. That is exactly what's happening for me. I'm going Los Angeles at home. You. 
Mate, Los Angeles as well. It was so good to see Cup back out there. And also uh, our boy Puka Nakua getting a few looks as well. He had 11 targets. With Cup back in, Cup had, how many did he have? He had 12 targets. So they both pretty well carried the whole target share between them. I just love the way Cup moves. It just looks a bit different, like just a bit sharper, not as long as strides, but he's still so quick. Um, mate, similar thinking. Uh, I think early days, his line might be 82. They would set him low last week with 66. I'll be having a big bite of that when they come out. Oh, bite it off because I reckon he just. Nom, 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 nom. Give me that. I'm going to be eating it up. 100 yards. Hopefully, the game's not a blowout. I don't think it will. These games are traditionally tight. Um, as they sit in that same uh, thing, as you know, but um, I can't think of the word, but you know what I mean. Uh, yep, so Rams for both of us. All right, Cooper Cup, and it's great to see you said one, two punch. Uh, I think there was talk of Jefferson might be getting traded. Is that what you did? I see that. Did I see that somewhere? Did you see that? Ben Maybe. Jefferson got traded. I wasn't, I'm not too sure where he got traded to. Yeah, I think he got traded. Man, Atlanta, he got traded to Atlanta. I think there you go. It's happened. Yeah, so they're they're very happy with what they've got. Even um, two, two out well, he, he just you know, I think he got a did he get a touchdown last week? He did. He had yeah, like nine yards, but he had a touchdown. So, you know, it's it's a very easy team to bet on now, and it's an easy team for fantasy. It's Cooper Cup, it's Nakua, and it's Williams at running back. It's a simple offense, and I love it. And then you've got Higby there at tight end. On the flip side, though, I'll tell you who's been impressive. Hollywood Brown, he's been um he's been pretty good the last couple of weeks. He's had three touchdowns in the last four games, one in every one of those games by one, and he's had – 10 targets in three of his last four games. So he's getting fed the ball. Bad matchup this week, but he's been one that he's been all right. So it's been good to see um, from that side of the ball. But Cardinals, they've lost they've lost their running back in Connor. So Imari DeMarca Camado, I think his name is. He'll be the DeMarcado. RB. He'll be the RB1. I'm not liking what's going on in Arizona. And if I'm going to go back to basics, I bet against Arizona every single week was what I said at the start of the year. I'm going to be doing it again. LA Rams, $1.35, free money. Righto. I agree, mate. LA Rams. LA Rams. Eagles taking on New York. I think I saw a stat. New York are 0-12 against Philly in this whole time it's been around. Now, um, that's crazy. And I reckon they're putting that up in their locker room. It is in New York. It's at MetLife. Philly are flying rat. Is this the week oh. we see an upset and a Jets back on the radar? Or oh. is this going to be a game where Wilson crumbles and it reconfirms why we need to get Kirk in that building? What do you think is going to happen? I think the latter, mate. I think this is just a game that Eagles eat up. Like, they'd be talking about that as well. The other way, let's make it 13-0. and 0. I saw the line. It's uh, negative seven. Uh I think it should be bigger. I think it should be nearly 13 and a half. I just don't think the Jets can score enough points. Like, I think the defensive line is way too good. They're going to be able to get to Zach Wilson. They're going to sack him a handful of times. Uh, Brees Hall, like, he, he's their only hope, mate. He's there. I don't reckon the ball's going to be able to get to Garrett Wilson. I think Philly are just going to be too strong an outfit on either side of the ball for the Jets to even contend here. What do you reckon? Oh, I love the Jets. Oh, oh, Philly have been... Bammy! Oh, they're being good, but the Jets' defense is good. You saw what they did to Mahomes, okay? So I'm not going to discredit that. And they are at home. And if they get their offense going, mm, Yeah, that's look, the if, mate. The if. Look, I'm putting it out. I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there that I think if there's there's always an upset in this in this game. And Philly are cruising 5-0. and 0. 
I like this New York team. I think they're good. Oh, yeah, look, I'm not going to – I can't tip the Jets. I just can't. But <laughs> I reckon I might have a little bit on it. And Breesy, Breesy Hall is the reason why I love it because when he gets going, you know, that, it's hard to stop these running backs. And their offense, if their offense can get going, I really like New York's defense. Now, A.J. Brown, would Source Gardner go to A.J. Brown? I'd say so, yeah. You'd so have to. I, so, I'm, as I said, my my best bet of the week, my best bet of the week, well, it's hard to say that against this New York team, but you think Devonta Smith is going to be getting targeted way more than what he has been. So, eyes are on him, and eyes will be on Brees Hall to get going again. Uh, look, I'm going to put it out there, man. I'm going to tip New York Jets. I know a lot of people are going to go, you're, you're off delusional. Your you're off your head train, but I'm tipping the Jets. And I reckon this could be a big statement game. And I love what they're about. And I think there's something brewing in New York. Uh, <laughs> this could be a cracker. I'm looking forward to the game. Look, I think Philly might win. But I'm going to tip and have a little bit on New York Jets because I'm just, I want to believe it. I want to I want to see them go well. All right. Detroit Lions taking on Tampa Bay. Let's get through the last three. Detroit flying, Tampa off a bye. Tampa traditionally pretty good against the run. Same with Detroit. Maybe this could be a good game for both quarterbacks. Tampa Bay, 240, Detroit, 158. Mm, being a bit disrespected there to the Lions. What do you think? Yeah, I reckon, it, I reckon it's going to be um, an arm wrestle here. Down at Tampa, obviously, Monty's been great getting in uh, on the goal line there. What, he's got one, two. He's got six tutties already. And they've also had a – he didn't play against Atlanta. So he's got six tutties in four games. That's my, He jumped last week to score a touchdown at a dollar. 42, I think it was. That's the shortest I've ever seen anyone. He managed to get in. Um, I reckon Detroit are going to have too much on the offensive side of the ball for mine. You get Amon Ra back. Sam Laporta looks great. I reckon Detroit win this one. Yeah, well said. Well said. Evans has been really impressive for really impressive for um the Bucks. And, you know, that's why I'm starting <clears> to think maybe, maybe it's time for Godwin. He hasn't had a hasn't had a touchdown this season. Last game coming off eleven and eight hundred and fourteen. Detroit green light. So I'm looking at Godwin in this one. I think Godwin might be able to get a touchdown for us. And the other one is just a watch. But yeah, Jamison Williams looking forward to seeing what he can do in his second game back because last week he was very quiet. Played 47% of snaps for only three targets, two receptions, but only two yards, one yard per catch. Not a great start. Um, but yeah, man, it's all about one man and one man only. It's uh, it's 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 David Montgomery is a scoring machine. Let's see what he can do this week. Has a green green light, so it's not a uh, sorry red light. So it's not a great matchup against his Tampa Bay defense. Um, I think the Lions just in a close one. Righto, New York taking on Buffalo. This one's going to be at Buffalo. Uh, I feel sorry for New York. I don't know what Saquon Barkley is doing, but when he's not playing, this offense looks horrific. Good to see Waller. Good to see Josh Allen get it going in the second half. Finished the game with 350 yards passing, but his first half is really, really average. Uh, it's simple at the moment. It's Gabe Davis. It's it's Diggs, Stefan Diggs, and it's uh, and it's it's the Bills for mine. What do you think? Oh, the only thing that is uh, helping the Giants here this week, as you mentioned, is their depleted defense. Otherwise, I would be generally concerned for Daniel Jones's life, mate. He got sacked that many times last week. <laughs> so he's not, tra he's not training on Wednesday due to a neck injury he suffered in a loss to Miami because they got to him that many times. 
they're not going to be able to, regardless of whether he plays or not, they're not going to be able to score enough points to keep up with the Bills anyway, mate. So Bills quite easily in this one. Yeah, well said. Won't even waste any more time until they get Saquon back in town. It's going to be hard for me to even tip or play their their players uh, on in fantasy. The Giants, they're really struggling. But I hope they get going because I'm watching them soon. As you know, I'm going to the States and I'm going to be watching this next one live, right? Can you believe it? <laughs> My first game live for, I think, a couple of years. The Dallas Cowboys taking on Los Angeles Chargers. It's Monday night football. Monday night Monday football! Night football. <laughs> I get to see the Chargers oh, so take on jealous. Dallas. I can't so wait. Jealous. Um, oh. That's so far, man. I'm actually going with mom and my dad and my sister. They've never been to a game and uh, I can't wait. It's going to be just, yeah, where do I start? This game should be a cracker. Like Dallas are favorites off the back of that last last week. Um, we know Mike Williams is not there and yeah, Dallas gave up a lot of you know points last week, but it was a pretty sloppy game. Um, does Dak respond in this man? Like Chargers defense is improving a little bit, but it hasn't been great. Do you think this could, this should be a shootout, shouldn't it? Yeah, I don't think he sets the world on fire, but improves a little bit. I'm really interested to see how Justin Herbert pulls up two weeks after he busted his finger and he came out on his non-throwing hand and he had it splintered. So I wonder whether that affects him at all. Keenan Allen's been on absolute fire. Uh, since Williams went down, interested to see what Josh Palmer does. He got eight targets against uh, Vegas before the bye for 77 yards, but only caught the ball three times. So missed on five catches there and still un- still went for 77 yards. So for fantasy owners, that could be huge for him if he gets going like Williams could do in that offense. I reckon Chargers, th- these are the type of games that Chargers need to win. Against quality, quality outfits, I'm going to go Chargers at home. What do you reckon? Oh, I'm so torn. Like, I'm as you know, like, no. good mates of a mate, JK, who works at Dallas and, like, you know, I love the I love the Cowboys, but last week I felt sick watching, you know, just that that QB play struggled. And then I've always loved the Chargers. Um, no, I'm gonna always and I'm at home, so I'm probably gonna walk in with a Chargers. I'm gonna buy a Chargers kit, I think, at the door. Um, and I'm gonna be rooting. I don't know, man. I might just put the same game multi on with no head to head. I've got, I, you know, I've got, I've got my eyes on a few players, as as you know. Um. I'm really interested to see what they do with Quinton Johnson. I, he hasn't done a thing this year. And, and without Mike Williams in a couple of weeks, they had the bye last week. Um, I am interested to see what they do with him. And Dallas, the one that the one player that I've been really disappointed with is why Brandon Cooks doesn't get the ball. He's he's had a couple of deep like, but he hasn't had he's had nothing. He's had no service. Like I don't understand it because he's so good. So I'm just looking forward to seeing the ball kind of fling around and hit some blokes on the, you know, on the chest and get a couple more players outside of CD Lamb and Pollard for the Dallas Cowboys into the game. And obviously Keenan Allen is the only guy that's like an Eckler. They're like the two that it goes through. So, hey, this should be a cracker. I'm, um, I hope it's high scoring, man. And uh, who am I tipping? I've always said if I don't know, I'll just go the home team. So I'll just tip I'll just, the charges. But let's go. But Dallas are angry, man. Michael Parsons, is, he's, he will make it personal, the big boy. Um, yeah, great week of games. Love everyone that listens to this podcast. I hope you all enjoy me and Rat talking a little bit of rubbish. We do like to bring you the latest and greatest, though, so that you can be updated with the grind of your life and you don't have to watch too much and scroll too much. You can just get this in what's meant to be a bite size, but we just decided to do it a bit earlier and give it to you all at once. Rat, with our best bets, we're saving them. We'll just post them on social media, I think. Um 
because it's just becoming too hard with these markets not being out. And we don't want to put something out there unless we believe in it. Um, as we said, we've been, we've both had a green week. And last week, me and Adzi both missed $12 and $8 pops by one leg. So hopefully this week, man, you can help everyone make some money. But mate, anything else before we round it out? All good, mate. You've done well. I'm so jealous of that game that you're going to. Have a, have a good time. Thanks, mate. Well, the other game I'm going to is the Jets and Giants uh, a couple of weeks later. Let's... Uh, the toilet bowl. That's, that's, oh, mate, that's going to be a cracker, isn't it? Like, well, it could be three to six. <laughs> oh. Oh, very good, mate. Thank you, as always. And to everyone listening, thank you so much for your support. On Spotify and on Apple, you can actually give us feedback. We can read the comments. So I know you can do it on social media and whatnot, but on the actual app, if you're listening to this right now and you're loving it or you want us to talk about something or introduce a new segment or anything, start, stop, keep, as our leadership camps would say to us when we're playing footy, put it in there. Let me and Rat know so we can keep working with it. Um, and as he said, we'll listen and we'll get back to you all. Um, but thank you so much for your support. Rick's Eyewear has just released some brand new sunnies for spring. So if you need some new shades, they're back online now. We've got our Aces discount code live. Make sure you hit that, www.rickseyewear.com and smash the discount code. It's Aces. You get 20% off and free express shipping. We've got the Bostons. We've got the Melrose with large. So if you've got a large head, get on there. And we've got the Soho Cherries back in stock next week. They've been out of stock for a while. So make sure you sign up to the waiting list. Right, that's it. I'm done. Good luck this week in fantasy, brother. And uh, I'll see you next week live from America when we do NFL Week 7 preview. See you, mate.